This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Do you ever find yourself overwhelmed by the decisions in front of you and worried you'll choose the wrong path? Therapy gives you a place to map out your options so you can trust your choices and get excited about the future. Visit betterhelp.com super to give it a try. Why was the plan to get Harry to the graveyard so complicated? Hey brother. The Harry Potter saga can go deep into a lot of different themes. Friendship, compassion, love, death. And the twists and turns along the way can leave you on the edge of your seat. However, there are some pretty massive levels of predictability to the tale, not the least of which is that like around springtime every year, Voldemort will decide to attack Harry. The seasons are changing. Things are starting to get warmer. You're like, are my allergies acting up? Nope, it's just Voldemort. Unless you also happen to have an allergic reaction to uh, Dark Lords, in which case it might be both. But year in and year out, we can count on Harry being collected for school, then missing the start of term feast for some reason, probably. My actual theory on that is that uh, it was hard to write the Sorting Hat song over and over and over. Mm, difficult, very difficult. And suddenly Harry will be enthralled with Quidditch. I'll have all sorts of homework, which is way harder than last year. Oh my gosh, can you believe it? Then the Halloween feast will come and some sort of calamity will go down. Hermione will no doubt skip out on her parents for Christmas for like, what, seven years of most of her childhood? At least they've got summer skin. Well, not really. When did you get here? What did dentists even need a daughter for? Then Harry will have exams and suddenly have to fend off Voldemort. <laughs> That's basically how it always goes down, but Harry's fourth year Goblet of Fire feels like a special case. Harry, you put your name in the Goblet of Fire. Because in Goblet, we know right from the very beginning that Voldemort is putting a plan into motion. And in the end, we learn that he actually had one of his most devoted Death Eaters within striking distance of Harry for the whole year. Well, instead of just like, you know, pulling up in a van and snagging him after Quidditch practice one day, instead, Voldemort and his Death Eaters meticulously guide Harry through one of the most complicated plans of all time. Harry Potter! They have to get Harry entered into a contest that he is not old enough to enter and then have him beat three people who actually want to be competing in the games, then have him survive not one, not two, but three life-threatening tasks. Also, that eventually he can find himself in a super spooky graveyard where pretty much the goal is to kill him. Today, we reveal the truth about why Voldemort went to such crazy lengths to get Harry to that graveyard. Okay, so let's just start by running through everything that's involved with this crazy gambit Voldemort and Wormtail and Barty Crouch Jr. are trying to pull off. The wheels really go into motion at the end of Prisoner of Azkaban when Wormtail escapes Sirius, Lupin, and the Golden Trio. And I guess Snape, but he's unconscious at the time. So. Thanks for the help, sir. After Wormtail escapes, he seeks out Voldemort, who is living a menial existence as a cloud of vapor, and together they're able to restore a rudimentary body. And honestly, the fact that this happens at all relies on fairly razor-thin margins. Because really, Pettigrew was capable of leaving the Weasleys to go do this at, like, any point at all for the past 12 years. The only reason he's actually doing it now is because Sirius and Lupin have discovered he's alive and now they want to kill him. So he runs to the safety of Voldemort, where they're able to get him a rudimentary body, but not a full body. He's not truly back yet. In order to get him back to a real body, they need several very specific ingredients, which we finally learn about when Harry himself gets to the graveyard. First is the bone of the father, unknowingly given, which they take literally right out of his grave. Then there's the flesh of the servant, which is of course Wormtail's own hand and proof that Voldemort is part rat. And lastly, blood of the enemy, forcibly taken. This is, of course, what they need Harry for. Although, wouldn't it be great if Harry was just like, yeah, have it? Like, no, we, you don't, you can't want us to have it, take it. 
Take it. Now, what's interesting about that requirement, though, is that basically any person in the wizarding world except the Death Eaters would have qualified for blood of the enemy forcibly taken. Like, it didn't have to be Harry. They could have done this way, 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 way sooner by using literally any other wizard. In fact, it turns out that taking literally anyone else's blood at all would have been a way better idea as taking Harry's blood into himself directly leads to his downfall. Whoopsie. But no, Voldemort wants Harry for a very specific reason that goes back to the end of Philosopher's Stone. Where in the secret chamber under the school, no, not that one, Voldemort realizes that Lily's sacrifice lives on in Harry and he is not capable of physically touching him. As such, he is dead set on Harry being the one whose blood contributes to his resurrection. Because if Harry's blood is part of himself, then they are of the same being and this obstacle can be avoided. Of course, uh, physical contact isn't remotely necessary when it comes to magic, but I guess Voldemort just skipped that chapter. And you might be wondering, why does it matter if he can touch him anyway? Isn't he planning on magically killing him in like 10 minutes anyway? Uh, yeah, yeah, he is. That is a very good question, and I promise we will come back to it. And it might feel like I'm over-explaining this, but that's because it might feel like the simplest explanation is Voldemort and Wormtail could have just used any other blood donor. But they wanted Harry, and because they wanted Harry, they needed a way to manipulate events such that they could secure him in particular. But that explanation still doesn't hold much water in the grand scheme of things, due in large part to Barty Crouch Jr.'s hidden existence at the school. I mean, if Voldemort has a Death Eater at the school, posing as Mad-Eye Moody, why does it take all year? And if he's there the whole time, then why doesn't he just kidnap Harry at any given moment because he spends like tons of alone time with him? You don't even need to kidnap him. Barty is more than capable of just killing him. And guys, now we need to take a quick pause to thank today's sponsor, BetterHelp. Man, oh man, you guys, I can recall many at nights where just racing thoughts through my brain have kept me up and prevented me from getting a good night's sleep. <laughs> it's not hard to remember last night. And yes, sometimes those are about big life events, but in retrospect, a lot of times they're just about small, seemingly insignificant things. I mean, if you classify, did I refill the ice maker last night as insignificant? <laughs> but humans just stress, it's what we do, and whether it's big big things or small things, it still affects our brain. And that's why therapy is so good because it gives your brain a break, a way to cope with these stressors. You can talk about all those big life events or just those minor stressors and get rid of the negative thought cycle and finally get a good night of sleep. I did refill the ice maker, I did. And I'm just speaking from experience here, I've had great success talking through a lot of these kind of issues in therapy and then getting better night's sleep. Which let me tell you is especially important when you have three kids who are ages five and under because then you're only contending with them for getting a good night's sleep and not also all of your own thoughts. But I should warn you if, you, if you have three kids, you probably already know they come to play. But even besides sleep, there are just countless benefits from going to therapy. It's like going to a class about yourself where you can learn how to deal with yourself. Who are you? What are your needs? Ice. Ice are my needs. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's online, so it's super flexible and suited to your needs. Seriously, take a break from your own thoughts. Give BetterHelp a try. Go to betterhelp.com super to get 10% off your first month. One more time, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com super for 10% off your first month. Link is in the description down below. But given everything else that Barty Couch Jr. is able to manipulate, just like kidnapping or killing Harry while his guard is down, doesn't seem like it would have been the hardest thing for him to do. So why do they wait until the end of the year? Because timing is 
everything. To understand why Voldemort makes it so complicated, we need to understand what his real goals are that night, how he wants his return to the wizarding world to go. We know he knows a portion of the prophecy and that Harry is supposedly the only one who can defeat him. This is why he attacked him as a baby in the first place. It also plays into why Voldemort specifically wants to be the one to kill Harry. Ironically, almost anyone else could just kill Harry without issue, but the issue for Voldemort is that everyone knows he failed to kill Harry as a baby. So if someone else kills Harry, it will appear as if they are more capable and powerful than Voldemort, and we can't have that. But that still doesn't explain why he wants Harry's blood specifically. Like, doesn't it seem like it'd be way easier to just get your body back and then hunt Harry down? Like with your body instead of all this tri-wizard nonsense. We'll come back to that because there's also the terms under which Voldemort wants to come back. His comeback didn't come off quite the way he wanted it to, you see? He messed it up. Or rather, you messed it up for him, said Lupin with a satisfied smile. How? Harry asked perplexedly. You weren't supposed to survive, said Sirius. Nobody apart from his Death Eaters was supposed to know he'd come back, but you survived to bear witness. So two things to pay attention to there. One, Voldemort wanted to come back in secret and wanted to kill Harry. Great goals for any aspiring Dark Lord, really, but they don't exactly line up with each other, do they? Because the disappearance or death of the famous Harry Potter after his name mysteriously ended up in the Goblet of Fire is going to kind of show Voldemort Voldemort's hand. Like, Voldemort is at least smart enough to know that Dumbledore will know exactly what's up. Plus, people freaking love Harry for his original defeat of Voldemort and know that Voldemort is his, like, number one enemy. So if you start by publicly killing Harry Potter, I think a lot of people are gonna be immediately on board with the idea that he's back. So, if you're Voldemort, the question then becomes, how do you kill Harry Potter and come back in secret. Because according to the order, that was his plan, right? And yet, we were the ones in the graveyard with Harry, and that doesn't seem to have been the case. Like, certainly he comes back and he tries to kill Harry, but what was he gonna do to keep it a secret? Well, now let's finally circle back to Harry's blood and why he needed it. He says it's so he can physically touch Harry, which is true, he can do that. But again, that doesn't make any sense because he plans on magically killing Harry minutes later. The real reason of all more needed Harry's blood was because after he killed him, he planned on using Polyjuice Potion to transform into him and then return to Hogwarts disguised as Harry and the apparent victor of the Triwizard Tournament. And that might sound far-fetched until you remember, oh yeah, his plan all year revolved around someone hiding under the veil of Polyjuice Potion didn't it? And then there's the port key itself. When Harry touches it, it travels back to Hogwarts. Why? This is not how port keys typically work. They are a one-way object, but Barty Crouch Jr. has set this one up special just for the plan. So really, the full plan is this. First, guide Harry through the Triwizard Tournament such that he is the first one to get to the center of the maze, from where he will be transported to the graveyard, which is great because one, nobody can see him once he enters the maze, and two, nobody has any idea how long it's supposed to take to solve the maze. Then, 
use Harry's blood so Voldemort can be reborn, not just so that he can touch him, but so he can become him. Then kill Harry, take the two-way port key back to the tournament as Harry, where he will have successfully returned, rallied the Death Eaters, killed his worst enemy, and positioned himself directly next to Dumbledore with his most loyal Death Eater at his side. It is honestly quite elegant and masterful, and you can see why he thought it was worth all of the effort to guide Harry through the maze. And yes, I hear you. You might be wondering, well, hey, if he comes back and he's right next to Dumbledore with Barty Crouch Jr. and they kill Dumbledore, isn't that going to kind of give it away that he's back? He's back. To which I would say, yep, it probably would. But also at that point, who cares? Because at that point, Harry and Dumbledore are both dead. The Death Eaters have already been reunited and the Order has no rallying point or leader. You've already won and it only took one night. <laughs> so why did it take an entire school year, three tasks and an undercover agent at Hogwarts? Because in the end, it was actually only supposed to take one night. Guys, thanks for watching today's video. Don't forget to leave a like on if you haven't already and subscribe so you don't miss any future Harry Potter action from us. If you want to see some other things in Harry Potter that sound ridiculous but are actually more accurate than you think, check out this video right here where you can see how Luna Lovegood is actually always right. But otherwise, until next time, Ben, I will see you in another life, brother.